you know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. Spooky Halloween. Guys? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to our spooky Girl. episode. I'm so excited for this episode. We have yeah. a lot of like crazy stories and it's going to be like fun to talk about, I think. And mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, scary. Sc- yeah, pretty much just like scary, honestly. But um, we're going to try and bring some light to it. But I know y'all love, most of us love spooky shit. So. And it's Halloween, so why not talk about it? But yeah, before we get into like the spooky stuff, we just wanted to give a few updates on the Lucy Leppy trial. Yeah. The trial continues. Um, there is a website. I just had it up. Um, I'll say it after because I'm on the page that is showing me about all the her sticky note. Um, I think it's like the Chester Standard or something like that. Um, that does give like hour or like minute by minute updates of the trial too. Um, if you um want to see more, and there's also a Facebook group uh discussing it as well, which is really interesting because there's like some nurses in there that actually have worked at this hospital. And, um, one of them was just saying that she worked there the time that Lucy did and that the unit was just like in absolute shambles. Mm. Um, and she didn't realize that until she had gone to other NICUs and seen like, Oh, this is like actually how things are supposed to go. So, Mm. um, that just gives us kind of a better picture too. Um, be like the Harlem hospital, just somewhere that's super unsafe. And yeah, if, if your nurses aren't trained properly and then they're mm-hmm. training the new nurses that come on like unsafe practices or like, I mean, who knows? It could be a combination of totally hurt being evil and doing it on purpose and also just being mm-hmm. a shit ass negligent nurse. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, there's so many different things. Um, they were talking about on Friday, they were discussing the case of like the, twin A who ended up passing away, um, which they think from an air embolism and then twin his, his or her twin, I can't remember if it was a boy or a girl, um, that ended up being able to be saved, um, from the alleged like attack by Lucy and that they found a, a bubble of air, uh, along the spine, which is like in, a, in an x-ray, which is not normal at all. Um, normally you see like a normal bowel gas pattern and anything like that, but there shouldn't be like a bubble of air along the spine that they thought um, could be indicative of like an air embolism um, or like air being injected into the vein. But they can't really like, you can't really like be decisive on that as well. Cause I think the baby also had a history of having like a UVC or, um, and in and a long or a long line, um, which like that's also a risk of a UVC is an air embolism. And um, I mean, of all lines, but you know, it's just hard to say. And that's like kind of where UVC lies is like along the spine. Like when you do an x ray, that's like you use the vertebrae to 
tell where like the tip is to see if it's in the right position. But too much detail. I digress. Um, But I have what she wrote on this sticky note and I wanted to share it with you guys um, because I kind of put it in the picture on our on our Instagram, but it was like so hard to read like her scribble, but it, it sounded like it was written like in a time of like severe distress as well. So like, and she's just kind of like emotion dumping. So I want to preface it with that, but like, I don't know, we can read into it <laughs> in many different ways. Exactly. Um, but it says, There are no words. I'm an awful person. I pay every day for that. No hope. I can't breathe. I can't focus. I'll never have children or marry. I'll never know what it's like to have a family. Kill myself right now. Overwhelming fear. I haven't done anything wrong. Police investigation. Forget. Slander. Discrimination. Victimization. Despair. Panic. Fear. Loss. Hate. In all caps. Hate myself so much, all getting too much, everything taking over my life. I feel very alone and scared. What does the future hold? How can I get through? How will things ever be like they were? I don't deserve to live. I did this. Why me? I kill them on purpose because I'm not good enough to care for them. And I'm a horrible, evil person. I don't deserve mom and dad. The world is better off without me. I am evil. I did this. Wow. Wow. Oh my yeah. gosh, that just takes you on a roller coaster. Like at first, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is really sad." Like it's like she's it's like pure, pure anguish. Like she's just yeah. in like so much pain. Oh my gosh, and just and like, I think most of us NICU nurses and probably nurses in general, but I think especially working in an ICU setting, I think most of us have lost a patient or. And especially I remember early on in my career being in situations where like I would be taking care of a really sick baby and then on the next shift they died. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really normal to think like, did I do something wrong? Especially when you're new and everything is, you're so unsure. Like I definitely have had those thoughts before. Like, like, was it me? So, so some of that I felt like I could relate to. Um, but then when she says flat out, like I, I did it on purpose because I'm evil, but then I'm like, is, is that you like admitting to it? Mm-hmm. Or are you saying like, I did this cause I'm, I don't know what she's like. like I'm not I good enough. Know. Like, I don't right. know what I'm doing or like subconsciously, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, it goes like, I feel like it like snowballs kind of like the no, right just like escalates and escalates. So like it could just be like that escalation of emotion or it could be her confessing. So it's like, but like like who who would write that down? (laughs) Right. If you actually like murdered, like who would write that down on a sticky note and just like leave it in their house? Yeah. Unless she was going to plead guilty. Like it just doesn't match up with like, what she's saying, you know? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to like know. know because yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know if she is just, yeah, being completely victimized and like not supported by her hospital system that absolutely failed her or if she's like truthfully a psychopath. 
Like, I have no idea. I have no idea. But she clearly has emotions. So can't entirely be a psychopath. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. And, like, it's going to be really hard to prove. It sounds like there's not a lot of hard evidence. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we can speculate about x-rays and things. But I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think either way, even if she didn't intentionally kill them, it's – I mean, it's just so weird that so many babies died on her shift. Like, I I still have never lost a patient on my shift. Like, it's not, like, a common thing. No, it's not at all. And, like, yeah, I can count on, like, one hand. Yeah. Like, literally. I'm trying to think. Maybe two babies. Like, yeah. I think like two babies I've died on my shift yeah. and like one was like a twin that was just born mm-hmm. and like was just in like full-blown DIC immediately at birth. You know, like there was literally nothing we could do at that point. Yeah. And that was that was tough. That was a freaking extra shift that I came in for and I ended up being there for like oh almost 20 God. hours, I think. No. Like it was like ridiculous. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's always an extra shift. Don't pick oh, yeah. up extra. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. You're either going to have that happen to you or they're going to give you, oh, can you admit the cooling blanket kid? Or, oh, you can just like they'll switch your assignment from the mm-hmm. previous day or whatever. Yeah. No, it's never, never a good idea. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll keep you guys updated. Like I'll kind of stay um, – Stay tuned on the trial on Monday. Oh, yeah. I was going to show you the website is – my phone would load. That would be really cool. We can wow. put it in the notes too. Oh, my God. It, I literally was just on it. I, like, cannot handle things. Um. Yeah. Maybe I'll just put it in the episode. Oh, the Chester Standard, uh, .co.uk. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Sorry. very intrigued by this. So yeah, we'll definitely keep following along and keep you guys mm-hmm. posted. Yeah, it's wild. Um, but let's dive into what this episode is really oh, about. Do it. <laughs> Spooky stories. Oh so oh and I just told you this uh over text and everything, but I, I want to tell oh, it yeah. again because <gasps> I want my listeners to hear. But oh my god, like also, okay, why are creepy things happening like right before Halloween? Like that makes because it even it, creepier. Because it's Everyone is talking about it. I feel like the energy, yeah, you know, like the more vibe. you talk about the supernatural, the more they like feed off of that. And so it must they're, be they're coming out. Oh my God. So I get an audio message from my mom, which she's never sent me an audio message in her life. Yeah. Like, I don't think my mom even knows how to do that. No. And it's two seconds long. So I thought she accidentally did it, you know, and I listened to it and it's like, it's not like, Shuffle, shuffle, like mid conversation, something like that. It's literally like clear as day. And it kind of sounded like my mom, but like it was weird. Like it, it kind of didn't. And it okay. just said, made it home. Oh, God. Just like oh that. Oh, my God. And that, and you know, that's what it said. Like you could tell yes. the words. Yes, 100%. Made Did she, had she home. just gotten home? Like was she like talking to your dad and like, no, because they they were like – they're driving cross-country to Colorado and they like 
got um, to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. They're oh. um they were staying in um West Westminster with my cousins. Oh, nice. yeah. so cute. So they were there, but like it wouldn't really make sense to say like made it home because that's not home. No, you know, like it was just very weird. Very and weird. I I texted her and I was like, did you mean to send this audio message? And she was like. She responded right away because she must have gotten a notification on her phone or something. And she was like, no, I thought you sent it to me. And she was like, sounded spooky. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. I was home alone. I was like, I can't with this right now. I cannot. No, 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 no. Like, this is not what I need. And then my friend Cheyenne was like, are you sure she wasn't messing with you? And I was like, my mom is not a prankster. Like, she would literally never, like, be like, that's funny or creep. Like, yeah. it's such a random thing to say, I don't even, like, cross her mind to do that. No. Yeah. No. And, um, I mean, I guess if it's not something supernatural, like, I guess the only other explanation is like, yeah, she accidentally sent it. But I was like, you would remember if you said those words. Like. Yeah. Don't you think? Maybe. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you recognize your own voice and be like, oh, yeah. Oops. I just said that. Like, she didn't recognize. <laughs> it's just so weird. Yeah. I've heard shit like that happening, though, before. Really? Yeah. Um. Gosh, there was this, it was, I can't remember what podcast, but I was listening to, but it was like, they could feel a presence in the car, like her and her mom. And then like some voice memo or something or voicemail came through and like, they could hear someone talking in the back, like, like while they were in the car, they could hear someone talking in the background or something. And it was just them. And like, it's like, oh God, God, like, what is that? And I've heard stories about like people, like phone calls and stuff. Yeah. Like, like weird, I don't know, ghostly phone calls. I and- mean, there's so many more ways now that ghosts can like, and spirits can get through to our world. So it doesn't oh like God. fully surprise me, like, which is also weird because a couple nights before that, I text or like I texted mm-hmm. Hannah that I was listening to a sleep cast going, um, to sleep uh the night before it was i don't even know like about floating down a river i'm trying to i'm trying to have a nighttime routine so we can like sleep better this Um, is 30 this is this is recovery from uh six years of night shifts honestly um it's gonna be forever and so yeah i was listening to the sleep cast like Got halfway through it, paused it, took out my AirPods, put them on my bedside table, like went to sleep and then woke up at like 4.30 in the morning. I mean, I looked at the time afterwards, but woke up to it playing loud as fuck out of my phone. It just started playing in the middle of the night. And I was like, what the hell? And it was like 4.30 a.m. Like turned over, turned it off and was like um question mark like then me thinking like oh is this like some person like creeping in my house like turning that on to like fuck with me and they want me to like get up because like I had to go pee I was like oh shit like now I have to get out of bed is there are they just like waiting for me so scary you know me just spiraling in my brain oh yeah I would think the same um it was super weird and also that We'll get to it at the end of this episode, but that's kind of like the witching hour for like the thing that haunted me for years and years. So, um, Lord. yeah, I hope that like us talking about it doesn't like you were saying, like conjure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, 
you know, I talked about it for like three hours straight. Um, you were good. But that was back yeah. in April. Yeah. So. <sighs> well, I'm excited to hear your story. But yeah, we're definitely saving that for the last. So do not turn this episode off. You need to hear Emily's story, guys. But we're going to um, read some listener stories. Mm-hmm. And then I'll talk about some of my stories. Um, and then we'll get into Emily's. Yeah. It's yeah. You guys will want to hear it. <laughs> so like what? I mean, obviously, we're both, like, into this stuff and believe. But, like, do you have specific beliefs? Like, what do you – like, you believe in ghosts and, like – and, like, or, like, what do you think it is? Like, do you think it's all dead people? Like, what what are you – what are your beliefs, I guess? Um, I definitely believe in ghosts and spirits. And I think some of them – I would say majority of it maybe is dead people. I don't know. I don't know, but I I do think that there are these other beings that I don't, I have no idea where they came from. I don't know if they're just like, they have like transformed from, you know, humans and human souls into these like fucking terrible things. But um, I don't know what they are, but I think those definitely exist as well. Like there's just like such a negative, there's good, good spirits and there's definitely bad spirits. And I think, yeah. I don't know what they are, but they sure as hell exist. Do you think that every person that dies becomes a ghost? Or do you think it's circumstantial? I think it's circumstantial. I think if mm, maybe to some extent, because um I was thinking like if they're if they leave people behind, like if you die early and you leave people behind and you like want to reassure them that you're with them and you're okay and everything. But I think also grandparents do that as well. So maybe it's just like if you yeah, just want to say hi, like you can. You're not necessarily yeah. maybe not necessarily like always in that like ghost realm, but if you have like the chance to I don't know, whatever the other world is, come down into the spiritual world real quick and say hi. <laughs> like, go <Yeah>. back up. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I listen to one of my favorite podcasts, as you know, is called Ghosted. And if you guys are into, like, ghosty shit, I would recommend it. It's like – I can only listen. I can't actually really listen to that. I think I would die. Yeah. It's It can be a little creepy, but I, I think I'm so immune to it now. Like, I don't get – I used to get scared, but now I don't really mm-hmm. get scared. Now I'm just, like, interested because – um. Roz is the host and she's like a kind of like a comedian and so it's like a little bit funny like but she's just like explores and has all these different people on and telling their stories so then it's been cool for me to like hear other people's theories and stuff but from like listening to that for the past like four years I I feel like I mean it just makes me even more confused because I think I think there's just endless possibilities really but I think that there's some ghosts or like people who like maybe die traumatically or something mm-hmm. that are like literally stuck in places mm-hmm. like and and like or they some people I think that some don't know that they're dead mm-hmm. um and some then I think sense shit <laughs> yeah and then I think there's some people who maybe die in their home and they want to stay mm-hmm. and they are just coexisting with the new owners and maybe they just open cabinets every once in a while and like do stuff like that but they're not necessarily bad yeah um i don't know and then like then i agree with you i think there's also just other beings too like yeah 
parasites and demons Mm -hmm. and, and or whatever you want to call them really but something that i think I think there's just so much like we can't see everything like and I think there's other dimensions obviously I mean Mm -hmm. we know that and like it could be just something that our human eyes can't even see and but it seems like a lot of animals can so oh yeah that's just so interesting like I don't know I just it makes me excited because I just it's like a mystery like I will never know but I really like talking about it but it's also really scary (laughs) because there's evil out there like like actually evil evil beings mm-hmm. and that's that's sure, very scary sure is. it is yeah. it is scary um but yeah I don't know it took me a long time to get to this place where I'm like okay with it um like I'm like well that uh, yeah they they're there and I think that if you have that fear all the time like they feed off of that and it makes everything worse and you just kind of got to like live your life. But it is like when you, I just don't also don't watch like scary paranormal things because I feel like that freaks me out or like that again, like invites that negative energy. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It is super interesting though. Like I like the listening to the occasional ghost story. That's for sure. Yeah especially during the month of October, I'm like, all right, let's do it. All the scary movies, all the scary shows, all the scary podcasts. <laughs> oh, funny. We were uh, at a bar restaurant or whatever the other night mm-hmm. and they had a big projector on the back wall and they were playing, I think Friday the 13th, whatever one has Freddy Krueger in it. I think that's, oh no, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. I think, right? Is Freddy Krueger the one of the yeah. knives? Yeah, that's yeah. Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Okay. Whatever on yeah, whatever that movie is. And I've never seen it, but we couldn't hear the audio. Mm-hmm. So it was actually like pretty entertaining to listen yeah. to it with that or just to like keep looking at it and be like, what the fuck is happening? Like, oh my God, that looks ridiculous. But you add in that scary music and like all that suspense the and like it changes effects. completely. But totally. I was like, this isn't scary to me. Like this also because maybe it's an old movie and the effects aren't as um obviously aren't as good as they are today but yeah. i was like oh my god pretty he looks ridiculous yeah totally i love those classic 80s horror films they're though, good though yeah they're so good cuz yeah i don't find them scary it's like the acting is kind of bad but yeah it's classic though but i love it cuz it's not overly gory like oh my god i was watching like a a thing on snapchat you know like mm-hmm. they have those little mo- movies and stuff and i was watching one down a rabbit hole about the terrifier have you heard of that or do you know what i'm talking about no mm-mm. oh my god dude i i'm not interested in seeing this at all it is a horrific looking clown horrible horrible mm-hmm. thing i i worse than it the clown i mean this thing is fucked up and it's literally just it's like saw it's like a murderer it's a this clown is evil and tortures people they said that like one of the scenes is like a girl dangling upside down with her legs spread apart and he saws her like vagina to head and you see the whole thing. Like to me, how the fuck do they even like film that? I have no idea. But like special effects are wild now. Everything yeah. is too good. I don't have any interest in something like that. Yeah, like I don't I like really gory. I do like it's psychological thrillers, but Yeah, I but I think it. that's a whole nother level of like Oh my god! And it said that that people in the theaters are throwing up and passing out because it is the most horrific, violent movie. 
How fucked up is that? That is insane. Who made that? Whose brain did that come from? Are like, they I'm okay? Sorry, you need to be arrested. Like you yeah. need to be in jail because you're that's fucked up. Like like ew. Okay. That just reminds me of like like hostel. Oh yeah. Did you ever see that? Yep. Oh my god. <sighs> I no, like no, 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 images no. from that are like seared into my brain. Like I remember them like freaking cutting the Achilles tendon. Oh, it's just crazy too. Like I'm sorry mean, for I've that noise. <laughs> oh no! Like oh. I used to watch all the saws. Like I remember in high yeah, school, like, I was I was like binging them with my boyfriend at the time. Like we loved it, and now I'm yeah. like, why? That is horrible. That is like, like absolutely that's not, not. Like, enjoyable. Like I like Halloween and like Nightmare I on f- Elm Street and yeah. stuff like that, but like. These like slasher films, like it's like, why do we, why do humans why do we like even watch that? Like, it's really gross. It's yeah, yeah, it's very weird. My favorite Halloween movie, two of them, Halloween Town, the whole series. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, like, I fucking love it's Halloween classic. Town. It's so cute. I own. I don't think I have them here, and Dan makes fun of me, but I own all the DVDs, and he's always like. Oh, I always talk about like my DVDs because um, I have the whole Dexter series also, and we're yes. rewatching it. Oh, and but we don't have it. We're watching it on um, like Amazon Prime. But then once we get to a certain season, we have to pay for it. And I was like, "This is why we should have brought my DVDs." And he's like, "We don't have even have a fucking DVD player, Emily." <laughs> my DVDs. <laughs> I love my DVDs. Um, so. Our kids one day will be like, what's a DVD? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Oh, so um, and Hocus Pocus is always of great. Course. I'm going to watch Hocus Pocus with my friend Cheyenne tonight. So I'm that sounds excited. lovely. Yeah. I haven't yeah, watched it yet. I watched the new one. I think I told you, and that wasn't good. So I'm excited. I to don't watch think I'll original. be watching that. I have no desire. Just don't. It's just not even worth it, honestly. Good. All right. Um. So, yeah, I agree. Hocus Pocus. And I guess I like... I like Halloween, like the classic okay. 80s one. I haven't one. seen it. Yeah. I, w- I watch it pretty much every year. It has good music. I love that. You know, like the the, just the 80s jams. Yeah. So good. Nice. All right. All right. Okay. Stories. <laughs> oh, we could just chit-chat forever. forever. Yeah. <laughs> you want to read the first one? Do you want to read the one that Alex sent? Sure. Okay. Our first listener scary story um, from Alex. Uh, handle is Lil underscore Sweezy. <laughs> so cute. Um, at my home hospital, we had the main NICU side, and on the other side, they renovated an old unit to be more NICU rooms. The main side was pod style, and the new side was more individual rooms. There was a big corner room with its own bathroom and window spot. One time, a parent and sibling were visiting, and the sibling went into the bathroom, and the mom heard her talking out loud. The mom asked her who she was talking to, and the sister said, this nice little girl. Okay. The mom had her describe the girl, and she said she had rashes on her face and had blonde hair. There had been multiple different sightings of this little girl, but mostly by younger siblings. Turns out the old unit was renovated. Well, wow, can't read. Turns out the old unit that was renovated was the Peds Infections. Infections. Okay. The Peds Infectious Disease Floor. <laughs> and oh my God. Why am I butchering 
this so hard. Guys, reading out loud <laughs> is can be really hard. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Turns out the old unit that was renovated was the Pete's infectious disease floor, and that girl had died in that room. They had even had the chaplain bless the room during construction, and there's a cross built into the wall. Now there's a lot of patients that have died in that room, and it's where they move patients for redirection of care. She said, that little girl will always be there to keep the baby's company. Oh. So I mean, that's creepy for sure. I'd be really <sighs> like, I mean, obviously not only kids saw it, but. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah. I think it's like, you know how we were saying with the animals, I feel like kids have just like a thinner veil too. Like they're mm-hmm. able to like see stuff that we can't and mm-hmm. like kind of a side note, but. My friend Becky was like that as a child. She like had a whole conversation with her dead grandfather and was able to like tell her mom all these things about him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just no explanation for that because she's never met him. And, you know, when wow. he was he died before she was born. Um, also, I hope she's OK with me saying this. I'll, I'll ask her. Um, but. I was talking to her. We talk a lot about ghosty stuff together too. And so she was sharing with me that, and I never knew this until recently, but her mom has a, had a twin and he died and I never knew that. And he died before Becky was born as well. And then she was just telling me how she's always felt really connected to him. And like her whole house is like, with his things like she has Mm -hmm. all of his old furniture and like he was a painter and has his paintings up there and stuff and then I was like on a uh, at the time like was thinking a lot about like reincarnation and stuff and I was like wouldn't that be crazy if like you were him like like you're like his soul when it died like he missed his twin and he wanted to come back and came back as like her child I don't know it's just interesting to like even think about but like yeah it would be crazy or even if not like he's definitely like a strong presence in her life. Totally. But it's just interesting. Like she's very in tune with all that, those kinds of things. So crazy. Wow. Wow. That's a really interesting thought. Yeah. I mean that twin connection, like I have no idea, but um, only twins will know, but it, yeah. it's real strong. Yeah. I can't imagine losing, losing a sibling or, and especially yeah, a twin. I mean, mm-hmm can't even imagine but yeah agreed all right i'm gonna read the next one okay this is from hannah her handle is hannah lynn selkin we had a patient on pediatrics who had a balloon the patient needed a sitter for suicide precautions so someone was always in the room with him at like 3 a.m he was wide awake giggling at nothing and saying weird random stuff the balloon then floated out into the hallway without him or anybody else touching it oh my god ah! <laughs> what the fuck is that? oh no no i don't like giggling i don't like that like with just like in the middle of the night giggling is probably one of the worst sounds to hear absolutely terrifying kids are scary kids are fucking scary i like 
like I know I've heard so many parents be like, my kids are so creepy. Like they say the creepiest shit or like they come into your room in the middle of the night and they just like stand and stare at you at your bed until you wake up and you're like, "Mm, okay, (laughs) let's not do that. Don't scare mommy like that. (laughs) So scary. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, she also says some of our nurses and aides have also gotten locked in rooms before, felt chill, felt chills, etc. Um, swear certain rooms are haunted. Oh. Yeah, that's it's pretty pretty chill. Cool, great. Um, and then this one is are not from Instagram, but we got some other stories from people. This one's from Beth. Um, she worked in a home for mentally disabled people next to a prison cemetery. I worked in the house alone and had some, so many weird things happen while working there. I ended up leaving that position because I got too creeped out. She didn't go into detail on what actually happened though. <laughs> I know. I was like, what kinds of things? Like I, tell I, us I more. more. <laughs> Sounds great. Too scared, uh, creepy, too scared to talk about it. But yeah, I mean, that seems just like mm, two things like right next to each other, like a mental mentally disabled hospital as well as a cemetery like right now each other like i mean that's bad energy like stereotypical too like i don't know what kind of mental health facility this was but i'm just thinking of like literally an asylum and it probably isn't that right (laughs) back in the day it was like that though yeah exactly and like if it's if it's an old building then it probably has a lot of like spirits lingering there like you know because terrible Mm -hmm. things happen in places like that yeah crazy so crazy this one's from rock rock r-a-q sorry if i'm butchering that name i worked in a locked facility there was an elderly woman that spoke in word salad the words were out of order i was very patient and would let her speak and could usually understand her one morning she said to my coworker, i'll simplify so sorry sir is with jesus now Not 10 minutes later, a call from her mom came in that her uncle had just passed. Also, a cute side note is I would take my dog to work once a week and let her have time with him. His name is Moko, and she would ask, Sir Moko Bowser when? (laughs) I don't really know what that means. (laughs) I don't think she knew what that meant either. Oh, my God. I fucking can't talk. I don't think she knew what it meant either. Um, But that's cute. But that's creepy. Yeah. I've heard a lot of stories about people having, like, premonitions mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. of, or yeah or it comes in the form of a dream or something mm-hmm. but that's so weird like what is that I think we're all so much more psychic than we give totally. ourselves credit for mm-hmm. I think so too like we yeah we're just like in tune with the people that we care about I think if something that happens to them like you can yeah. sense something there's a connection that's more than just like physical Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, a spiritual connection. Spiritual, yeah. Um, this one is from Amy. She says, I'm a hospice nurse. I've been doing it for about a year. I don't really have good stories, except this one patient was nonverbal. She had severe dementia and she ended up in the hospital with dehydration. She was there with her two kids and they said that she started singing the end, the end, again, amen, over and over again. Oh, God. She would say it fast, then she would say it slow and then sing it. When I was there visiting her doing the intake, she started doing it again, and it was really freaky. She died shortly after. That's so creepy. What the fuck? 
The end, the end, again, amen. Mm-mm, no, 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 no. And like, what kind of voice is she saying that in? Like, oh my gosh. She's singing it. She'd say it, she'd say it fast, then slow, then sing it. I feel I like, like that's that. like, like one of those, I don't even know what they're called, like Bloody Mary things. Like you go into the dark room and you like say shit again and again. Okay. okay I used to do that as a kid. Oh, I remember in oh, the God. bathroom at my elementary school. Like, if oh my we were God. There at night. Oh, I know. I'm fucked up. Um, I mean, I think there was a few of us that would do it, but like sometimes we were there at night. Like, I think it was probably, I was just talking about this yesterday, but um, we did trunk or treat. Have you ever heard of that? Maybe. It's like where you trick or treat to people's um, cars in the parking lot. And it's oh. so fun. And everyone decorates their trunks and it's oh, all cute. these different themes and you're with all your friends. And so I think it was like then because we would have to go to the bathroom inside and be dark and creepy and we'd do the whole Bloody Mary thing. Just scare, scare ourselves. Oh, God. I, oh, I just got chills. No, thank you. Yeah. I'm really lucky I'm not possessed. I'm mm-hmm. really lucky. Or like we'll have a demon attached to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was asking for it. Sure. Uh, all right. Next is from Stacy. I'm a unit secretary on a med surge floor. And on occasions, we get security calling us that the panic button in room 4304 is going off, but no one is ever in there when it happens. Also, the panic button must be clicked by a mouse while logged into our computer in the room. Oh. And just recently, the medicine cabinet in that same unit swings open its door every once in a while. Ew. Very cool. Wow, that's um, – nope. That's really scary. The fact that it has to go through the computer. So, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not like – like, that happens sometimes when, like, housekeeping is cleaning and they accidentally hit, like, the like one of the code buttons or the alarms or something when they're – but, like, that – no, you have to be logged in. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That also – doesn't that just seem like a kind of a poor design for a panic button? Like, shouldn't yes. it be more easily accessible? But whatever. Yes, that's it just, does. That's the point, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. I wonder if it's different than like code blue button. Like, is it a specific panic button? Like, what does that entirely mean? I've never no, heard that's of just a different panic terminology. Button. Yeah. Um, this next one is from Karen. Several years ago in a drug rehab hospital, I saw a nurse in old-fashioned white with a nurse with a nursing cap on. It was the midnight shift, and I saw her walking down the hall to the elevator. She walked straight through the door. Okay. She na- appears now. Oh my god, she appears now and again. I don't know the back story either. People in the hospital call her Audrey. Wow. A full-on apparition. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy as fuck. That is so crazy. Oh my god! Similar stories um, about the hospital here in Pittsburgh that I used to work at. Um, like, goddamn, my friend, you know, Sierra. I wish I could ask her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my friend passed away, but she was like very into the stuff too. But and she had all the stories, but she, I remember, was telling me about someone that people would see on the elevator and she would always write it all the way down to the morgue and but she looked weird like super pale 
and no one knew who she was. Like, like she was in a uniform, but like it wasn't the uniform that we wear and stuff. And like, just very weird, like sightings of yeah, her. So similar. That's kind of creepy. I don't like that. I know. I know she went ghost hunting one night at, at the hospital, but I don't. I don't know what in the. She was like, she loved that stuff, but then she'd be like, "I don't want to talk about it. I'm too freaked out." So I never got any detail. Yeah, fair. But um, but yeah, huh? That hospital's definitely definitely haunted i mean i think every hospital is right they have to be there's yeah absolutely with the amount of um people that pass away um yeah yeah. and then this story on a completely different note still like in the spooky realm but is my friend andres's story about aliens okay so this one's a little long but it's really it's fucking crazy so I was approached by several unidentified flying objects on the Connecticut River in October of 2021. I'm a kayaker interested in endurance kayaking challenges. Yes, he is. (laughs) Um, On the day of the Alien Light Show, my goal was to kayak 71 miles under 24 hours, covering the entire Connecticut section of the river in a day. Casual. I put my touring kayak in the water just north of the Massachusetts-Connecticut border at midnight, I encountered something in the early morning hours that I've never been able to explain. It was just before sunrise. There was a dense fog that morning that was in the process of clearing out, and I had my eyes on the banks of the river. The dawn was just starting to light my surroundings. I was in the center of the river looking towards a point on the shoreline adjacent to a small airport. I know this area well and enjoyed the small plane swooping in over my kayak to land. It was too early for any traffic in and out of the airport. I saw a single light moving in the trees. It looked like a powerful headlamp. The light was strobing as it passed behind the trees. I thought to myself that it must be someone out for an early run. The movements of the light were erratic and choppy, back and forth at irregular intervals with an occasional pause. I still figured it was a runner. I'm about 100 yards or a football field away, but moving towards the light. All of a sudden, a second light appears in the trees. It's exactly like the first light, a powerful single circle of light moving in the trees. It is equally erratic to the first light. The two lights are not coordinated in their movements. They are moving back and forth randomly and still strobing from my perspective as they pass behind the trees along the shore. Still, it might be runners, right? The movements were strange, but this was the only reasonable explanation I had. I put my head down and try to focus on kayaking for a minute. I need to focus on the goal ahead of me. I move beyond the area the lights are in. I'm again about 100 yards from the light source, but now I'm moving away down the river. I glance back at the area. What I see stops me in my tracks. I turn my 16-foot boat 180 degrees towards the action and paddle against the current to stay in place. There is now a third light that has emerged, but the behavior of the lights has completely changed. The three lights are now clearly in front of the trees and have moved in my direction. They are, at most, 50 yards away from my boat. They are no no longer moving back and forth, but rather, rather are maintaining a perfect triangle and rotating in a very slow circle. The triangle is shrinking and expanding ever so slightly as they rotate. They are moving perfectly in sync floating about 10 feet above the water. I'm transfixed by this. I keep my position on the river. They don't get any closer to me, and I don't get any closer to them. There was something incredibly hypnotic about their presence. 
About five minutes go by and I snap out of it. I need to get moving. The lights are still there, but I decide to turn my boat away and get on with my project. I glance back after another minute, but the lights have disappeared. Um, I'm a logical guy and generally prefer the simplest explanation available. It's worth noting that aviation is a hobby of mine. I've been flying drones for a decade and powered paragliders for several years. The small airport has a handful of stationary lights in the area for planes, but nothing capable of creating what I saw. Drones are certainly capable of what I saw, but it seems all but impossible that someone would program three drones to perform a coordinated light show at that location and time. Then there is the human element. I was low on sleep and had been kayaking for close to six hours. Was I so exhausted that I hallucinated this experience? I feel as though I had a clear head in the moment and I have a clear memory of the experience now. That said, I'm running out of reasonable explanations. If none of these explanations are the truth, is it possible that this is actually something out of this world or aliens going up? going about their business when I stumbled upon them and did they greet me with a light greet me with a light show <laughs> um and then he asks what do we think we saw <laughs> or what do we think he saw on the river that morning so um aliens uh, for sure <laughs> yeah like what the yeah I mean correct like a drone could definitely produce that and he knows more he knows better than most people um what they're capable of but it does not seem possible that that could like, just happen what before sunrise, like four or five in the morning in Especially a random mass like, area. Around. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, I guess, but it's, it's like, highly, I don't know. Highly, highly unlikely. It doesn't seem likely. Um, and the fact that they freaky. like got closer, like. It seemed it like they were like, curious with him. And like at first yeah. they were like bounce but like what is that because it sound doesn't sound like it's a they were like sourceless lights like there wasn't like a flying saucer necessarily that he saw like it was just lights that's so weird and the hypnotic element is like creepy too because like he was like intrigued you know Uh uh-huh that's what i feel maybe it's like they send these light sources that are also like cameras or something to like check out an area. And then like, they're also supposed to be like a hypnotic element so that the UFO can come and swoop up the person. Yeah. He's lucky. Or maybe he was swooped up and then put back. I don't know, but it doesn't sound like there was a loss of time. I feel like normally with abductions, you hear about like the loss of time. Yeah. But that's so weird. Like, so I mean, wild. I don't really know how I feel about this, but like some people believe in fairies and stuff. Like it could be different creature or something even. Like even sure. if it wasn't like an alien, like well, I guess an alien could be a fairy. Who the fuck knows? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Why are there – why do, Why can ghosts and demons and aliens exist but like fairies and other creatures can't? Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I was even listening – to that podcast episode that I sent you. Um, and it, they talk about, um, like the Loch Ness monster a little bit, but they also talk about, um, a sea or a lake monster of Lake Champlain in Vermont and like actual sightings and stuff of it too. So like that could exist. So like why, you know, I, yeah, I, I've heard stories on that ghosted podcast about like little, um, I forget what he called them. Like, Goblin? I don't know if it was like a gobble. I forget what they called them, but like 
it was something, but they, this guy claimed that he went out into the forest and summoned these creatures and they were like stuck with him and like messed with him and messed with his stuff. But like, they were kind of like funny and, but I was, I don't know. It was just like, I know what, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember what they're called either. Elves, I don't think. And not goblins. Like, yeah, something like that. Who knows, honestly. I mean, I'm not saying I. I believe in all that, but I just so to me, it's more like all this stuff could be the same thing too. Like aliens, ghosts, like all these experiences. Right. We try to label everything, but the thing is, our no minds idea. can't even comprehend. At least not right now. Like aliens is a little bit more like tangible, yeah. Because I don't know if they exist, and that's proven. Then it's like we can kind of understand that because we we know that there's other planets, yeah. But the whole dimension thing and like is yeah we and all that yeah it's just incomprehensible honestly but, but aliens are scary to me like I mean yeah they don't oh, have to yeah. be but um, no they're pretty fucking scary like I don't know if they come in peace it's I guess okay but I feel like if if truly like the aliens exist out there that have UFOs and take people and leave weird marks and stuff like. If that's all true, then that's scary. Like, and and maybe they're not meaning to be mean, but like they're more powerful than us. So it makes you feel like mm-hmm. kind of just not safe. Like anything totally. can happen at any yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. But then it's also like if they are powerful, like why are they being so subtle? Are they waiting for something or? Are they trying to protect us? Are they performing experiments because they want to like help save the earth or something? Because <laughs> we are destroying or it. Or so take like over it. Or yeah. Yeah, that's intri- that's our those are intriguing points. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, so his uh alien story reminds me of my friend's dad's story about aliens. Um, well, again, assuming about something that happened to him that's unexplained, I will say. That sounds a lot like an abduction to me. So he was like in Pennsylvania. He was camping in the woods with his friend and they brought a six pack, super casual, sitting around the campfire, sipping on some beers. They were not blacked out. They were not drunk. None of that. They were just sitting, chatting. And then all of a sudden they wake up. And they're still sitting in the same spot. The campfire has burned out. They have like full beers next to them and everything. And they're both like, they both wake up at the same time and they're like looking at each other like, what the fuck? Like, I don't remember falling asleep. Do you? And they they were both like very weirded out by it. Like there was no like, oh, we're dozing off. Like there was just no memory of it. They And it was very random. So weird. Yes. And I think at that point they were like, okay, let's just go in our tent and go to bed. And then like all of a sudden they felt and heard this just like vibration, like pounding feeling and sound just like like over them, just boom, 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 boom. Couldn't see anything, but just like felt it. And it was so loud and so intense and like shaking the ground. And they were freaking out because, like, what the fuck is that? Because they were in the middle of the woods, the middle of nowhere. There's no, like, planes or helicopters or – I don't even know, like, what would cause that. 
So they're panicking. They like shove everything in the truck, get in the truck. They're like, come on, let's get out of here. You know, they turn the engine and the, the feeling and the sound, the way that he described it to me sounded like it would like go away into the distance and then it would like boom, 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 like come back and like oh, you could feel it over them and then they could feel when it would like go away. And every time that it would come over them, their car would turn off and it would just stall. And then they would like – they're panicking, you know, and then it would like go off in the distance and then they would turn the key, it would start up again and then it would drive a little bit more and then boom, 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 car would turn off. I mean they got out and escaped and everything but to me it sounds like a classic – UFO story, like loss of time. It sounds like they were taken, put back, but then I don't know why. It's just weird, like the extra part with the <laughs> the feeling and the vibration and stuff. Like, I don't really know what that is. Like, how do you explain that? Oh my God. That is fucking wild. It's like a electromagnetic field that was like hovering over them too to like stop the vehicle like that. Some shit. Like fucking with know. them? Like, like maybe they yeah. think it's hilarious. Yeah, like, they, they could have just like very well been fucking with them. But like, did they want them to know that they were abducted? You know, like, because they probably would have just chalked that up to like, I don't know what you would chalk falling asleep randomly at the same time and waking up at the same time too. But yeah, I would be concerned like that your like drinks being drugged. Like exactly. That's, like I would yeah. be late. Like we were laced. It was laced with something or. Or like, do we both have narcolepsy? Like, like what's going what's on? What's happening? Yeah. I would be really concerned about that. Yeah. It's really scary. It really freaked me out when I first heard that story. I was just like – And like fe- hearing no. it from him too. Yeah. Ah. He And he says that his friend won't talk about it. He's so scared that like, you know, he he doesn't want to relive it. At all. Well, let's and see, I don't yeah. blame him. <laughs> yeah, everyone deals with trauma differently. So, yeah, shit. I would like not go camping ever again. Yeah. Like, and you think when you're camping, like you have to worry about bears or like fucking yeah, creatures and animals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not, I would, my first thought wouldn't be like, oh, hopefully we don't get abducted tonight. Like, no, that doesn't even cross my mind. Aliens, so that's a whole, I feel like we could have an, another whole episode on aliens. I'm I don't so know. I don't feel like I've had a lot of like alien encounters. Luckily, I haven't, but I totally saw a UFO above the Vatican. Oh, yeah. shit. Which makes sense. Like, I think they go to places like that, like the Vatican or like to learn. Yeah. Like, like the Twin Towers. Like, people say that they saw UFOs that day and stuff. Like, Interesting. I wonder if they time travel to see certain events in history, you know, but yeah, it was weird. And my whole group saw it. It was in obviously like way up in the sky and it was shooting fire out and it wasn't a hot air balloon. Um, It was just like, we were all just like, what is that? Like we all saw it and then it just, disappeared but the fire was weird i was like i feel like that's not like a typical no ufo like it wasn't like a necessarily like a disc but that's so that's strange weird it was weird it's super weird that is super weird um okay so yeah what are your 
your stories you want to share. Mm, okay. I mean, I can't – I don't understand how you don't have, like, so many more with everything that you've <laughs> done in your life. But. I know. So I guess I'll start with, like – I don't have anything huge. It's more, like, little things that add up, but that really sure. scared me at the time, you know. But um, my parents bought a new house. It's not new, but when I was 10, we moved. Okay. And it was really surprising to me. I didn't know that we were planning on moving or even looking at a house. And it was kind of – so my dad was like driving past the house, saw for sale sign, was just like, fuck it, and then went and toured it. And it was just – I was really sad because I loved the house that I grew up in up until I was like 10. Yeah. And when I saw this house, I was so upset. Like it was like I felt like I was in a movie because I'm like 10 years old and I'm like I'm moving into a haunted house. This house, I mean, it's beautiful now. My my parents are like um, Joanna and what's his name? Chip. Yeah. <laughs> like my mom's super um, like artsy and good at designing and decorating. And my dad does everything like manual himself. Like he put in new hardwood floors and like he did the entire kitchen. He did all the renovating, all the bathrooms, everything he did it by himself. And the house is beautiful. Like they did such a good job. But at the time, so scary. A, an old lady literally died. And that's why the house was for sale. Cool. Her name was Helen. All right, Helen. And, and I'm a 10 year old kid who's scared of ghosts. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Um, and it had a creep – we have a creepy barn in the backyard too. And like all of their stuff was in there. Like, you know, it's – we still – like when we – we didn't move in right away. Like we would go over on weekends and stuff and I would tag along and I'd plug my boombox in in the bedroom and I would just like sit there listening to my CDs. And um, my parents would work and do stuff before we were able to like move in. Sure. Okay. Um. But yeah, there were like, I remember like rolled up carpets and like some light fixtures and like some pieces of furniture and stuff. It was just like very, very creepy vibes. Like I felt, I didn't like the feeling. Um, and I, it could have been something that was like in my head, but I don't know. Um, and then like nothing really specific happened until I got a little bit older, like middle school, high school. And now I'm able to look back and think things probably happened because I started playing with the Ouija board. Mm. Not The house wasn't haunted and Helen was a peaceful old woman who I'm sure she moved on. Like, um, but I think now I'm able to like look at things differently. And I was like, yeah, I was like opening doors and then there was, then I would like start experiencing stuff. Yep. But overall I'm pretty lucky with like, um, yeah, I haven't – it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but some things that would happen, like um, I remember I was home alone and my parents were driving my sister to college. And so I had the house to myself for the weekend. And I remember like being upstairs and I was in my room and I was changing into pajamas and – all the lights and everything were out downstairs. I was like done down there. I was going to go to bed. And I just hear a very distinct light switch flip. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm when I get scared, I freeze. 
I'm like frozen with fear. I was like, oh my God, no, 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 no. And then I eventually like go out to the hallway and like I look down into the entryway and the light is on in there. And I was just like, what the fuck? And my head goes to ghost and not murderer. But it yeah. could have been a murderer too. But um, yeah, yep. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I turned it off and then I ran to my bed and just sat there like frozen in fear. And then nothing else happened that night or anything, but that really scared me. Yeah, that would freak me the fuck out. Especially being alone. I was just like, what? Like, how do you – a light switch just, doesn't just – Like flip, flip on. They weren't – they were like new light switches too, I think. Like they weren't like, I don't know, like stuck Like maybe – yeah, I was going to say maybe it was stuck, but like – because if it was old, that can happen, but no – think they were updated like regular white white ones that you usually yeah. see yeah so that happened and then like some other things that would happen were so my computer was facing the wall like my had a desk in my bedroom and then right to the left was my doorway and growing up in like high school and stuff my sister would like walk down the hall and then just like stare at me just to kind of like see what I was doing and then walk away like that was just that was a regular thing <laughs> Thanks, and sometimes, Yeah, thanks. So then I would like see her out of my peripheral and then I would like look. But then sometimes I would see something in my peripheral and I'd look and nothing was there. Mm. And that would freak me out a lot. And then there was the one time that it happened. I looked and it stayed and oh, I no. saw it. No, it, no. Was a sh- it was a shadow person. And it, then it disappeared. I don't like that. It was there and then it was gone. And I, yep, I was like absolutely just petrified and fear, just staring at that spot, just like frozen. But, you know, in your head, you say like, well, I was just staring at a computer screen. So maybe my eyes are playing tricks on me, which is possible. But it was such a common occurrence that I was just like, I felt, I feel like it was smart. Like whatever it was, the presence like was smart enough to know that like Evie did that. Oh, yeah. It's like watching and all the time. It was fucking with me, you know, yeah. watching. Oh, so Ooh. I think that Mm-mm. was another thing that that was like from the Ouija board. I think, yeah. Um, and then what else? Um, I have a like a story about my cousins and I. Like when we were in Maine, we would always have sleepovers together, and we'd all like sleep on the floor and get all the blankies and the pillows, and we'd stay up all night talking and laughing and. We were really, really close growing up. And and we would scare each other too and scare ourselves and everything. And But usually it was nothing. It was just mm-hmm. we were hyping ourselves up to be scared. But I'll never forget this too. One time I was the brave one. So like I had to go turn the light out when we were finally going to go to bed. And this light was one of the ones with a chain. You mm-hmm. pull the chain and then the light goes on or off, whatever. I stood up and we heard and it turned off. We were screaming, freaking out, just absolute chaos. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Like, it just, it turned itself off. Yeah. I was like, like with the chain, thank though. you, but also. And it, the house that we were in is like it was my great grandparents' like cabin, and 
I don't know. We were like, oh, I wonder if it's them. But like, I just don't. I mean, maybe they, I, maybe Pop would fuck with us. I'm not sure. But like, we were so scared. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Yep. And then that brings me to my Ouija board stories. I've done the Ouija board like a handful of times, but I'll tell I'll tell two stories that were kind of like like it always worked. I'll I'll say that much. Like mm-hmm. and every time I've done it, it's scary. But mm-hmm. I will say like two stand out to me. <laughs> so same cousins. I'm a horrible um <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Like a horrible influence uh on my cousins. And I brought my Ouija board to Maine and <laughs> We, I'm horrible. We went up to like the attic of one of the barns. Of course you did. What the fuck? With, what? And this was like, I was 21 at the time. Like, so I bought us like a handle of vodka. <laughs> okay. And we're just drinking and Ouija-ing. I mean, this isn't that long ago. I know. <laughs> oh my God. I know. <laughs> I would do it again too. Um... <laughs> Yep. Holy shit. So, and the other one I'm going to tell you is a college one. So, it's pretty, um, pretty fucking recent. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm a witchy bitch. Um. So anyway, this Ouija board that I've used before, but like whatever was talking to us would only say one thing. It went really fast. Z-A-Z-A-Z-A-Z-A-Z-A-Z-A. Every question, za-za-za-za-za-za-za. No, thank you. Freaked us out. We got it to say goodbye, and we were like, what the fuck was that? Years later, I, like, looked this thing up. It's a demon. Just, did you, what did you type in, za-za? Yeah, za-za demon or something. Cool. My friend, my friend Kaylin, she listens to this. Hey, Kaylin. Um, I've told uh, her about I this before. Chills. <laughs> I know, it's so scary. I'm glad we're recording this in the daytime because I don't think I'd be able to handle it. I, I'm going to freak out when I hear yours again. Um, <sighs> but Kaylin, I've told her that story. And, and if anything spooky to me happens, like with the audio message <laughs> the other day, she's like, it's Zaza. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Zaza's coming for you. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's that one. And then another like weird Ouija board one was in college. It was like me and a couple friends. And we made it out of a piece of loose leaf paper and a shot glass. That shit worked. And Oh yeah, I believe it. I think I've done that. Yeah. Like it's it's not about the board. It doesn't it's matter. You. Yeah. Yeah. It's you and you're and you're channeling it. And again, like, yeah, you're so much more powerful than you think. It's scary and you don't know what you're talking to. Um, but it worked. And so this so this was like right after my friend lost her grandmother. Okay. And I think I don't know if it was her grandmother. It was claiming to be her grandmother, so it could have also been something else or someone else. Um, but <laughs> ugh, I'm getting off like jittery cause I'm like getting myself all freaked out again, <laughs> but my interpretation sometimes with the Ouija board is I think they kind of attach or like 
focus on one person in the group who is maybe the most vulnerable at the time. Okay. So that's kind of like how I took it. Like it was obsessed with her and um, like we were doing this, we were talking on using the Ouija board for hours oh, and wow. we were okay. writing, we were writing down what her grandmother was saying and it was very specific and it was talking about a bank account and it gave us username and password what? And yeah. She never looked into this, which I'm so mad about, but I think it freaked her out so much. She just was like, I don't want to know if it's true. But oh my God, I literally wouldn't be able to not look that up. I know. I was like, we need to like know if this is true because that is crazy. But we were like, we all took turns. Like we would go to the bathroom and stuff, and then two of us would be using it. And every time, the one friend who lost um, the grandmother, every time she would get up and leave, it wouldn't work for us. And it, well, it, it would like, the shot glass would go off the paper towards where she was sitting every time. Mm, like it wouldn't mm-mm. talk to us. Um, but it would work with two people using it, the lightest little touch of the finger. And we w- were writing, to- it was just so weird. It worked so well. And it was so specific. And I don't know if it really was her grandmother or not, but it was like we were crying. It was so powerful. Like it was such yeah. a powerful experience. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Oh, my God. God <laughs> fucking Ouija boards, man. I know. Oh, I don't like it. I know. I know. And like, I don't know. It's just – and I don't do it that often or anything. And I haven't – I don't think I've done it since since that time maybe. Do you but, still have it? One or – Yeah, I do. It's in New Jersey, yeah. I don't know what to do with it. Like I don't know how to like get rid of it in the right way. But, but yeah, I, don't I don't know, know. either. I'm, I'm not opposed to it, like yeah. to using it. But I don't – you, you just want to make sure that you're doing it in a safe way because like it's a tool. It's, yeah. It's not an evil object, and I don't think it's an inherently evil thing. Sure. No, yeah. It's a tool. No. But you can't just be a kid messing around with it like I used to, especially like, yeah, I don't know, drunk in college and stuff, or like when you're in high school, you're just, yeah. I don't know if, if it's like you have to, I feel like it really need you need to be responsible with it, but yeah. I don't know. I used it in like fifth grade. Mm. Like, and I remember multiple times. It was with one of my, yeah, one of my friends, and it worked every single time. Yeah. And then I think some, I can't remember how we were told this or something, but like to use it outside versus using it inside. And then the, like spirits oh, yeah. can get trapped inside. But we mm-hmm. definitely used it inside. And that may or may not be why I have a demon attached to me. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I have some feelings about the Ouija board. I probably will never touch one again, even though I do think it's fascinating. It's so scary. It's so scary. Yeah. I know. I go back and forth. Like, like I know that if I was with someone and they said they were interested, I would do it. Totally. Oh, but yeah. I can totally see you doing it. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Yes. Yes. All the creepiness. But then it's it's fine until it's not. Right. Like, like, what are you getting? You have no control over what you get, who you get. Right. And I have one nice story. Um, 
And I think it's my last story. But this one is like kind of like a pleasant visit. Okay. This was recent because it was in this house. Oh, I had no flowers in this house. There was no flowers anywhere. And I got smacked across the face with the strongest smell of roses. It was beautiful. It was like it smelled so good and nothing – no like windows were open or anything like that. There was no source. And it just smelled so good. And I was really overwhelmed with like emotion. And then it would go away and then, and then it would come, it came back like three times. And in the same like time span. Yeah. And it hasn't happened again ever like since then, but I Googled it and stuff and it said it could be like a loved one visiting you or like an angel visiting you or something. And I was like, that's so sweet. Like, I don't know, but it felt really nice. Like I wasn't scared at all. Oh, that is really nice. Yeah. Like thanks for the lovely smell. Yeah. And thanks I don't know flowers. if it was like Sierra or mm-hmm. my gra- my great grandmother's name was Rose, so I thought oh, maybe cute. it could be her, but I don't know. It's hard to to really say, but Yeah. Oh, I like that. It was, it was that nice. That's a positive one. Yeah. But before we dive into <laughs> Oh, oh my god. god. I'm nervous, Emily. I'm nervous. I'll try and make it like relatively as quick as I can because I feel Don't like rush it. Don't rush it. It's already so yeah. Um so this I did record this for a podcast. We've talked about this that hasn't come out yet. So, uh, but I think that's going to be a super abridged version of it. So I'll like, hopefully, um, y'all listen to this one and you can hear the whole thing. Um, so my story starts when I was, I think like 17 or 18 and senior year of high school, almost about to graduate. Um, I had a boyfriend at the time and this, I don't know, is not really important, but like kind of, I mean, we are going to Disneyland this day and we were waking up super early to do it. And I just like, didn't really sleep well the night before. It's like, kind of like one of those things. Like if you have something to do early, you just like sleep like shit. So, totally. um, that's, yeah. Um, little backstory there, but so I was sleeping, oh, trying to sleep. Um, I remember just like being awake and like annoyed (laughs) and I was laying on my side in my childhood bedroom, obviously. And the way my room was set up is like my twin bed was up against the wall and then my room was extremely small. And then at the foot of my bed kind of like on that wall was my desk and it was set up in a way that there was like no way for anything to get um, onto the end of my bed. Like you couldn't get into the bed that way. My desk was blocking that entrance or whatever (laughs) entrance to my bed. Um, But I was sleeping on my side facing my room. So my back was to the wall and there was like, I was kind of like closer to the edge of the bed. So there was some space behind me. And then like suddenly I like felt something 
like walking on the bed behind me. Like I could feel like the indentations of, or like crawling or something like you could just feel when someone gets into bed, you know? Um, and I was like, Oh, that's really fucking weird. Like I had a dog, but I like, like I said, there was no way, like it came up from the end of the bed, like towards me behind me. And there's like literally no way for my dog to get up that way. And it, yeah. So it like crawled up behind me and like stopped kind of like at my like shoulder head area. And then all I heard was just like sniffing, like, like, and I was like, literally it's that where you're like, fully fucking paralyzed with fear like you just like I froze and was like um what the actual fuck and it took like every ounce of energy in me and like strength to be able to like turn on to my back and like see what was there and there was nothing um that's horrifying. And I was like, okay, what the fuck just happened? Don't think I slept like the rest of the night. I just kind of like laid there and was like, okay, so that that was something. And, you know, you could chalk it up to like, I don't even know if I knew what this was at the time. Like, was it like some weird like sleep paralysis, like dream kind of thing? But um. I don't know. It just felt very real. And I don't remember if I told my boyfriend at the time or anything or whatever. But um, fast forward to college. I'm living up in San Francisco and um, different boyfriend. I remember I was sleeping in my room um, and I turned – I had my back – facing the room this time. So like laying on my side towards the wall, but my back was like open to the room. And I slept with earplugs at the time because my freshman year of college, I slept in a room with two other girls and we were like right above the parties and everything. So like I could never sleep. So I started sleeping with earplugs and then I could never stop. (laughs) Like I just had to. And so I remember sleeping with ear, I was sleeping with earplugs and then um, like kind of like half woke up because I heard like some one call my name and I was like what the fuck like that's really weird I must just be like half dreaming you know like that's strange um like try to go back to sleep and I hear it again I was like um okay but it's like faint like I can't fully hear it because it's um in my earplugs. And I was like, I'm just going crazy. Maybe I'm just like thinking that I'm hearing that. And then, then I felt the indentation of like two knees, like kneeling on the bed behind me. And then I started hearing someone was speaking into my ear and I could see the face out of my periphery, just like hovering next to my ear, talking to me. And I have no idea what it said. Um, I think it was speaking like it was speaking absolutely some other language. And I also had my earplugs in, so I like couldn't hear it perfectly, but like it was definitely just like talking to me. And then it started sniffing me up and down my entire body. 
like literally saw it like sniff from my head to my feet and back up. And oh, I just got nauseous. Um <laughs> thinking about it. Uh yeah. And I mean, I remember it so vividly, like exactly what it looked like. It was this just like dark, lanky, like long figure, like, and then it had this like crazy black hair, but it's like face was like really like ghastly, like ghostly white, but also like gaunt and like Ugh, like, you know, sunken in cheeks and all that. But, and then like just had these, like the eyes were just like deep, dark, like black, like pits. Yep. And so that's what I saw. Um, <laughs> just let that sink in. But, no! <laughs> and, um, how is that real? I know. No. It's like really wild to me that I'm this so is what sorry. happened in my life. But again, I'm fully frozen in fear. Like, I don't know what the fuck what is happening to, to me. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to? Yeah, literally, what are you supposed to do with that? Um, took every ounce of strength in me to turn over, and I, it was gone once I like turned my back over. But it's like this weird feeling, like you literally feel like you're frozen, like you like actually can't move, and like maybe that's what that presence is doing to you too, because I like physically could not move. Yeah. Um, and then I. You know, this was like also early in the morning. Like that, uh, the first time was like early in the morning. I feel like it was like in between the three to five o'clock hour, and I think that's when this one happened as well. I turned my light on on my bedside table and just like I don't think I slept the rest of the night and was just like, "What the fuck just happened to me?" Um, and my best friend. Which is really funny. Like, I should actually, we should have her on um, and see, like, what she remembers from this. Um, But she, I lived with her. She was in the next bedroom. And I remember, like, I think I, like, texted her or, like, knocked on her door, like, in the morning and, like, just, like, crawled into her bed and was, like, um, help. (laughs) Like, told her everything that happened. She was, like, a what? Like, she was freaked the fuck out. And... I ended up sleeping like in her room, like in her bed the next couple nights because I was like, there's literally absolutely no way that I can sleep no. um in my bed. Alone ever again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then finally the night that I did go to sleep in my room, I kept the light on literally like all night long and didn't really sleep very well at all, but I was like, I'm absolutely not turning off the light. And then right like when the sun like was just starting to come up, so it was probably like around 5 a.m. I decided I was like, okay, I feel like I can probably turn my light off now and like try to get some sleep. Turn my light off, and the face like immediately flashed into my brain. Like it was like it was like projected like right in front of me. Like that's just like what I saw and was like, okay what the fuck? Like, I, yeah, I I think, I I don't even know. I probably turned the light back on, was just like, well, I'm never sleeping again. Like, that's what's happening. So, um, and, uh, I remember 
like telling my boyfriend at the time, like kind of what was happening and that I couldn't sleep and all of that. And I never, I never really like explained to him though, like what it looked like or anything like that. I just told him like, I, this is what happened. Now I can't sleep. And so he probably, he started staying over like almost every night because I literally like could not sleep without him. I couldn't sleep on the outside of the bed. Like I had to sleep inside next to the wall. Like it was really terrible. Um, because this was like my second or third semester, I think of nursing school. Like I was in nursing school during this and I just wasn't sleeping. And it was like Awful. ruining my life. Um, so like but all you could think about too, mm-hmm. like that takes over your life. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing about my ex is he wa- was is I think I don't know actually. He's, I'm sure he's still alive. <laughs> I don't follow up on him. <laughs> I'm sure I don't keep tabs on him. Um, he is uh, um, half Filipino, and mm-hmm. his family is super spiritual. Um, like he would always tell me like his aunt, you know, is connected with the dead. Like she can talk to the dead and all that. And like his mom has had experiences. He's had experiences like all of that. And that they've taught him like how to um, like bless a room or like get rid of, you know, things to say to get rid of whatever demons and shit. Um, so he was a good person to have around um, yeah. if something was to happen. Um, but then I remember, like, you know, we were sleeping. Like, it was just a normal night. Went to bed. Like, we woke up in the morning. And I was, he just, like, I, I looked at him and I could tell something was off. I was like, what? what's going on? Like, you, his face. I don't know. It's hard to describe what his face looked like. But he didn't really want to talk about it because I think he didn't want to scare me, but like I forced him to tell me and he told me that he was having a dream that we were fighting, like screaming at each other. And like, we've never, we had never fought like that ever. We'd actually, I don't even know if we'd ever fought at that point. Um, so it was just like super, a super weird dream. And it was, and then, like, as we're screaming at each other, like, he said in, off in the distance, like, behind me, he could see a figure just, like, staring <gasps> at us, screaming at each other. Um, and he described to me what it looked like. And it was exactly what I saw. Um, and... <laughs> Yeah, so this thing started to infiltrate, like, his dreams. And, like, remember, I never told him what it looked like. So um, that was just wild to me. Um, And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, this. Confirmation. Yeah, like, right. It was crazy or, you know. It was full confirmation that I was not the only one experiencing this. And I wasn't just dreaming it myself. Right. Um, another thing, another time he was sleeping over, I woke up in the middle of the night to like him sitting up in bed with his arm, like across me, like protective, repeatedly saying something, some kind of phrase. I don't remember what he was saying, but I think it was like one of the like prayers or whatever you want to call it, um, that his family had taught him and like in the corner of 
the room, I just saw this like, like dense black orb. There's like this source of like black energy just up in the middle of the corner of the room and was like, okay, so here it is again. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, And I don't remember what happened. I I think I laid back down frozen, you know, just like, I feel like it just kept happening and I was like, what the fuck do I do? Like, and he kept telling me that I needed to like face it you know, like if something was happening, like you need to tell it to go away, to stop, like leave you alone. You're not welcome here. He was like, don't be like negative, but be assertive, you know, like don't like, like yell and cuss at it and everything, but like be very assertive in what you're saying. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, I'm not like, I'm not going to do that. Um, But do you see my light flickering in here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. It's fine. It's saying hi. <laughs> um, I remember, I can't remember what happened to make me do this. Like, at this time, I wasn't sleeping. So my memory isn't like great for, and I just feel like it was happening so much. Um, but I remember like sitting up in my room um, and there's something like so like off-putting about like speaking into a completely silent room in the dark yeah like I don't want to speak and then have something be said back to me right I don't want I don't want to know fuck that but I remember like sitting up and I kind of like whispered like was talking very softly like leave me alone you're not welcome here like stuff like that I didn't do shit. Um, That's so sad. So sad. So sad. sad. (laughs) Didn't do shit. I was not assertive enough, but that's super scary. Um, And then I remember one of the last, one of the last things I can remember happening in this apartment was I was home alone and my room was at the back of the apartment and then there was like a long hallway to get to the living room and the kitchen and the bathroom was along that hallway. So I had the light on in my room, but the the rest of the apartment was dark. First mistake. Why the fuck would I do that? I don't do that now. Like I leave lights on everywhere. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. And I needed to go to the bathroom. So I like walked out of my room, left the light on behind me. So it kind of like illuminated the hallway a bit, but it, I was walking down the hallway and it was like something like walked in front of my door, like, or like walked in front of the light. Like I could just, you can tell like when that happens, like, like a shadow moves past something. Like you can just tell when there's a change in the light. And I was like, okay, so, like, I'm literally here alone. Like, what, literally, what could that be? Like, no, absolutely not. Um, Just, like, so fucked. It just, like, fucked with me for months and months and months. And I remember, I mean, I think I eventually got up the courage to, like, say, like, things louder to it to, like, leave me alone. But, like, still it wasn't. um, I could just always, like, feel a negative energy 
around me um, and just like in that room. And then we went to um, a wedding of his family and we actually like went and stayed at his aunt's house, the one that was like spiritual. And one of like the first conversations I had with her was like, what you have something with you, like you have something attached to you kind of situation. And I was like, um, what? You're you like, can sense um, that? actually, you can sense that. <laughs> I Great. <do. laughs> Great. It's here. Yeah. Um, and you know, we, we told her the story and she was like, yeah, I, I can absolutely sense a presence is here with you. And she, um, she tried to just like connect with it just to see what it was at first. Did she didn't want to like speak with it? Um, or maybe she did like asked it what it was here for, but like she could see it. Like she, it was right there with me. Um, and basically she asked, like, I think she asked me like, what do you want to ask it? And I think I was just like, what are you doing here? Like, who are you? Or what, what are you? Who are you? What I want to know what you're doing. Why are you following like attached to me? And, um, she told me that she, that it was, um, a parasite. Like it was like a negative force or negative something, but it wasn't there to hurt me. It was more like there to be like super protective of me in some way but still was like creepy as fuck like it was like taking ownership of me kind of situation yeah, i think without and, like, consent like i don't yeah. want you here i don't want you no, sniffing I me i don't want ask you touching for this. me that's gross ask for this and um then she was like i will absolutely not ask it its name because that gives it more power Oh my like God. she could That's tell so how crazy. negative it was. And she was like, mm, no, thank you. Mm-mm. And I was like, me just like standing there bawling, like absolutely terrified. And she told me again, the same, pretty much like the same things that I just like need to tell it to leave me alone and um, be forceful and assertive. Um, and that's really hard to do. It's really fucking hard to do. And the last like big thing that I remember happening is I flew home to see my family and I was staying in my childhood bedroom where the first things happened and I woke up in the middle of the night and I remember it to like shadows like circling around the, the ceiling um yeah I was like are you fucking kidding me like it just like follows me everywhere um and at that point I was like pissed off I was like you like, no, this can't be like ruining my life anymore. Like I remember at that point I was, I was like assertive. You are not welcome. Get away from me. I don't want you here. Like all the things. Um, and after that, I don't think I like had any more experiences, which That's was so nice. crazy that that worked. Yeah. To an extent, I think, <laughs> like, I think, I don't know. I, um, Ended up then moving out of that apartment in San Francisco into another one. And I had like ended up forgetting something there. And one of my old roommates was still living there. So I was able to like text her and go back and get it. Um, And she had had some new roommates move in. And she, 
I never told her anything about this. This is a different roommate than my best friend. Um, I never told her anything about what was happening. And I was just like chit chatting with the guy, like her new roommate and everything. And then like, uh, he randomly was like, have you ever had any like experiences here? Like paranormal or like supernatural or like felt a presence. And I was like, um, are you kidding? Like, are you just trying to fuck with me? Like, how the fuck did you know that? And he was like, no, like, I've just, like, felt, like, a presence here. Like, and I was like, okay, that's my fucking cue to leave. I think I, like, briefly told him and was like, I'm going to go now. Um, I'm literally never coming back to this place ever again. Oh, my God. So do you think it stayed there? It's so weird because it came with you the first time. Yeah. I think it did. I think – Part of it did. I don't know. I think it did. I don't think it's with me anymore. Um, but for a really long time after that, like, I couldn't even speak about this. Like, anytime I would speak about it, I was, like, absolutely terrified. Gave me such anxiety. Like, then I just, like, couldn't sleep. So, and I felt like I was, like, speaking it back into existence or, like, welcoming it, you know, back into my life. And, I'm fine with talking about it now, but I like straight up can't sleep with my back facing the bedroom. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot sleep like that, and Dude, I will not. You sleep with your back facing Dan, then? Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. And what does he say about this? He does he believe you? He does. He just doesn't. Nothing's happened, so he yeah. like, I don't know. He's like, that's crazy. That's fucking wild. I don't, he doesn't really know what to say, like, you know, but he does believe me. Um, And then my theory too is that like the two times it was really present before I like told her to get out of my life were with like my two ex-boyfriends that I obviously didn't end up with. So like, I'm like, oh, maybe it was just like trying to be protective of me and like tell me to get away from, like they weren't the ones for me. I don't know. That's just like me maybe trying to spin it in a positive way, but there's like literally no one that's died that would be that like that over me. You know, like I mean my grand my grandpa had passed away, but like But that wasn't your grandpa. It absolutely was not. Like he wouldn't the yeah. So there's no yeah. one that like I was like ha- like an enemy or anything like that. But so you mentioned earlier, but do you th- do you think that it's because of playing with the Ouija board at a young age? I or? think that it absolutely could be from that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I opened a portal, I let something in, and I think we were doing it in my childhood bedroom. Mm. So before we moved outside, like it could very well have been from that. Yeah. And I was just the vulnerable one and maybe some shit happened, you know, like when, that was like when I was like 10 years old. So maybe there was stuff that happened that I just don't remember before yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that my so spooky story. Wild. Yeah. That you need like you need to send that to someone to make into a movie. Like seriously, <laughs> that's so scary. Well, Yeah. You I don't it rich. is it like is. seriously you need to use this to your advantage. <laughs> I probably will like take this clip and like send it to um some other podcasts but you should because 
that's not something that happens to people no. <laughs> like, and it's normally like, it doesn't even feel like it happened to me anymore like it feels like lifetimes ago yeah <sighs> I'm glad that you've been able to heal because I feel like I don't know like it, I it took me a PTSD. long fucking time yeah, yeah. It took me a long ass time and I want to and it, we moved pretty shortly after this happened um well, after I graduated, like we, he moved to Colorado with me initially to the Springs and like met, I met my friend Roma there immediately. And like she's super spiritual. And I ended up remember like telling her and her now husband like the story. Um, we were like staying at their house and like I just wonder what she remembers from it too. Um, but I felt really like that I still felt really like a really heavy negative presence at that point when I would talk about it. Mm. But I was with my ex. So like he was, you know, adding to the story. I wonder if he remembers more stuff than I do. Um, but I haven't spoken to him since we broke up. So Just message him. We'll have him on the pod. I don't plan on ever really talking to him again. Hey, but. so we have a podcast and <laughs> – we just wanted to talk to you about <laughs> remember remember that time. <laughs> I wonder oh if he would, but that's uh, fine. I don't feel like talking to him. Um, yeah, I can't even believe that. Um, that's horrific. It is. It is scary. And now when I, I mean it. Yeah, I'm pretty numb to it at this point, so I can't really like imagine how it sounds for someone else to hear it because it's just yeah. like so like I don't know yeah. well it's a whole different level of like I mean that's why we started with my stories because it's like th those seem like child's play you know what I mean it's like oh a light went on or you know what I mean yeah it's, it was still really scary but I can't even imagine like actually seeing things to, mm -hmm. I mean I guess I saw the one shadow once but you know yeah it's fucking but, scary like something that terrifying too it's like the fact that that exists, like, what and is that? And that it, like, literally ruined my life yeah. for, like, a long time. Like, I couldn't sleep. I was, like, in just a terrible, like, mental state, you know, like, Did you ever anxiety. try to reach out to, like, um, and, like, I don't know, anything, like, a priest or an exorcist mm -mm. or, like, um, no. Did, no. Were you Googling, like, how to get rid of the shit? I think I was just listening to what my ex was saying because he had had, like, experience. I can't remember if I Googled it or not. I probably was, like, absolutely not. I'm just, like, giving it more power. I don't know. Like, the more I was, right. like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Um, I could – I guess I could Google, like, sniffing demon. Uh, but I don't really want to. So if you feel like doing that, feel free <laughs> Sniffing demon that smells you. Why was he Parasite sniffing? that smells you. I don't know why. It's really weird. But I remember Sorry. that so vividly. <laughs> but oh my God. Yeah. Um, well, um yeah, top that guys. <laughs> top that. <laughs> no, yeah, everyone's stories are scary and valid. And um yeah, I hope I something hope, like this. I hope Exactly. Never happens to you. So exactly. really, you don't you don't want this to happen. You don't want to be you. a part of this competition. No, absolutely not. Um, um yeah. Now wow. I avoid all things paranormal because Fair, honestly, why? Except I low key want to go on a ghost tour in Savannah. 
Yeah. Well, that would be fun. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. I would definitely be down for that. Yeah, if we're there, like, early. I can't imagine everyone would want to go on that, but if we're there, like, exploring on our own. Yeah. Um, Kate May has a lot of haunted stuff, too. It actually gave me Savannah vibes just because of how old everything is there, and it's, like, old Victorian homes and stuff. I love it. They had ghost tours, and it just didn't work out timing-wise, and Eric would have gone with me just to humor me, but he does not believe in, like, any... Oh, I know. I remember like when I told you the story, Eric was also there and he was just like, did not believe it at all. Which is like, what do you think? Like, do you think that Emily has schizophrenia? Like, did I just make this all up? My ex, I mean, he experienced it too. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He just, I think he hasn't had any experiences and he's just such a he can he only believes what he can see in front of him. Yeah. He's very much that type of person. Like he he's yeah, he I think he doesn't believe in like anything. Like I don't think I think he thinks when you're dead, you're dead. And hmm. that's fine. I mean, to each their own. Like I would prefer to like believe in everything because yeah. I think what's actually true we'll never even be able to comprehend. It's, yeah. Um but yeah, like we said in the beginning, I think that's kind of the fun of it to an extent. Like it's mm-hmm. just really interesting to me. But it is. I, it really I wish is. he believed because I would like to talk about it. Like I like to talk about stuff and theories, but it's okay. Well, maybe we could talk we'll about have, it. Yeah. Maybe he'll have an experience one day and change his mind. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if Dan's had any experiences. I don't think he has. Um, my dad doesn't believe in stuff either. Like I remember if I ever mentioned any of that, those things that happened to me, he was like, it was like, just, I just don't like it. Like, it's like, oh, I don't believe you. Like, I don't like that. It's like, no, but I'm not lying. So what do you think? I'm? Yeah. Like my experience, it's something I experienced and it is valid, <laughs> you know, like it, you right. don't just like discredit people's. Yeah. But. Some things can be explained, like we were saying with the lights and stuff. Like, sure. Who knows? You know, there's certain things that, that yeah, can be explained away. But um, yeah, especially when it comes to your story, it's like I don't know. Like, what what are you gonna like? You saw what you saw, yep. And felt what you felt. And if you don't believe me, you don't believe me. I remember this guy. Like I told him that I was dating, like casually dating, um, in San Francisco. And he, this was later after I went back when I was travel nursing. Um, and I told him and he just like, kind of like smiled and he was like, well, he said something about like, yeah, you're probably just dreaming like completely like, and I was like, fuck you. Like the way he said it was so like condescending. And I was like, I literally just told you that this like ruined my life. Yeah. You like I was like, mm, just no. Just writing you off. Just yeah, that is so no. disrespectful. And yeah. you know instantly that you're not the one for me if you don't, yep. if you can't believe me. And it, does, it doesn't mean you don't have to have the same beliefs as me. It's it's the way that, yeah, you treat someone and like, yeah, that's so condescending yeah. and, and disrespectful. Ugh. So fuck that guy. Yeah. Bye. Well, Bye. <laughs> Bye. Um, Bye. Well, Wow. 
there you have it. That was a lot. Too. Send it to your friends, guys. Like this, uh, most of it doesn't have to do with nursing. So send yeah, it to like, your friend. And we really don't want this podcast to be all about nursing too. Like we obviously have so many other interests and I don't even really care about nursing some, most of the time. So. Same. I'd actually prefer to not talk about it for once because I feel like when I'm at yeah. work, I mean, it's just like, it's your, it's our whole job and life and stuff. So it's, it's nice fun to, to have an outlet. Of, absolutely. Um, to talk about stuff that we enjoy so yeah let us know like what else you want to hear um absolutely we're we're down to talk about literally anything so um all right well guys have a fantastic halloween weekend hope y'all are dressing up and going and doing cute stuff cute and spooky stuff be safe yep take ubers um yeah there could be some crazy people out there on halloween yeah have your wits about you kids absolutely (laughs) but have a spooky time happy halloween bye guys bye i feel like we got some good stuff in there maybe this podcast is produced by emily richardson and hannah quirk the intro music is by dan lemire Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunkordelirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.